Solid Industry Near where I live, there is an old industrial complex, one that I saw in its heyday and then later, as companies left, I saw its decline. Large parts of the area were constructed in the 70s in a typical Dutch style that's also seen in other parts of Eindhoven. Red and dark brown brickwork buildings that feel impossibly high, covered in metal sheets, pipes going everywhere, piercing the same buildings. The roads too, no need asphalt, at least not back then, but cobblestone roads everywhere. Sidewalks littered throughout in seemingly random patterns, but if you follow the roads, it leads out complex paths for trucks and cars, guiding them to specific buildings, loading docks and parking lots. Inside the building, the adventure continues. The large buildings were put there with purpose. I don't recall why, but I visited those buildings often. I found my way through the maze of corridors and stairways. The insides of the buildings were for the most part decorated with thin white and grey plaster. Fluorescent light tubes laid out in pragmatic patterns. If there was a light connection, there was a light there. Rooms of random sizes, though you'd see the entire hallway offset to accommodate a larger room, as though there was a machine supposed to be there, and it just had to fit there in that way. Rooms shared many common elements. Dark grey desks, large CRT monitors, the same types of chairs behind the desks. Then there were research or construction stations. Soldering irons were the most common piece of equipment there. There would be stools with wooden seats, the paint stripped off the stool feet, exposing the very shiny metal underneath, all in the same place, all in the same way. Signs of the people that had sat there and worked. Most desks were littered with paper, 5 by 5 millimeter grid paper everywhere. Notes scribbled on them, diagrams, drawings too. Large heavy furnishings adorning the desktops, big grey boxes for storing papers and writing and drawing equipment. There was a strange sense of monotony to the building, to the way how many things were somehow the same but in a strange way because of each way each room was set up with a specific purpose and a design. Every room felt different. Distinct layouts showed each dynamic of each project, of each bit of work, of each subject. Recently I had a dream of this place. Uh, a woman, Astrid and I, we were walking in this complex. A similar complex except much, much bigger. We were walking for 20 minutes, 30 maybe, crossing through these logistical lanes, constantly going up and down the sidewalks, moving between the buildings, going from one side of the road to the other. The buildings themselves were oriented lengthwise, but in shifting patterns, walkways connecting all of them in a seemingly chaotic pattern. We walked with their lengths. We were on a mission, we had something to pick up. Though it was not rainy that day, it did recently rain, the cobblestones were wet. There was a crunchiness to each step we took. Then we reached the building. I looked up. This must be it. I'll quickly go in and, and just grab it. She nodded. I walked up the small set of stairs leading to the main entrance. Well-worn concrete stairs. I pushed on the door, the ochre yellow paint under my hands thick in a way it even felt soft. The windows, single-pane glass, constructed quickly, uh, spots and inconsistencies absolutely everywhere. This building had a soul, it was undeniable. As the door swung open, the checkered floor was the first thing I noticed. 
black and white tiles. My first step inside, I noticed the paneled and painted walls, a large corkboard with announcements. The hallway continues throughout the building and I see the windows at the end. I know my way around this place and I quickly go up the stairs, three floors up. The stairs are white but the lighting is poor. I still hang on to the railing, though I know from memory each step, each step a firm tap on the floor, echoing in a steady rhythm. I turn out and onto the next flight of stairs. I hear the crunching of the floor under my foot as I turn. Then the steady rhythm returns again. Once I reach the third floor, I find my way through the building, weaving through the corridors, each one offset in a different way. The lighting is much better. It shows the way the walls are a mess of equipment and furniture and tools. Similar to the stairs, my muscle memory kicks in and I find my way through the room I was looking for. Desk filled with items in different shades of grey. It's hard to distinguish one item from the next. Then my eye falls on a little box hiding in the shadows. I quickly grab it and get back outside. Astrid is still there, still waiting for me. I smile and hand her the box. Here it is. She grabs it. Slowly, a smile forms on her face as well. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I never thought I'd get this back, but I'm glad I have it now. She taps on the box. Let's head back. We shouldn't keep everybody waiting. We return on the cobblestones, the same path back from where we came. Hi, this is Carl, and thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this narration of the story. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you.